I mean, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you! Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and joining me today, back again, second time on the podcast, is my girlfriend Allie. Hey, Allie. Hi. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Your first time on the podcast, do you remember what it was? Our first time was my personal favorite, um, was the... Christmas um, podcast about Buddy the Elf and Martha Stewart. That is correct, and you won that episode. Sure did. That's right. You had some pretty good arguments. We've actually talked to some people recently mm-hmm. that are just getting into the podcast that we've met, and okay. they've been and you've been telling them. We told oh, them about yes, that episode, yes. and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, hands down, Buddy the Elf." Yeah, I'm a little bit like I was very confident last time. I mean, I like re- I mean. Buddy, the elf. I, that was my. That's my favorite movie. Is Elf. So. Um, is it really? Okay. Same thing with colors. I. I, I don't. I it's say one of. It's one it, of your favorites. It's just. It's very. Yeah. It's loose. loose I just wanted to make sure, just so yeah. I know going forward, if I, I need mean, to. It's one of my favorites. It's one of your. You're, you usually go with your favorite being, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah. Or. Five hundred days, days of summer and Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Right. right? Yeah. And then Elf. And now Elf's in that mix as well. Yeah, of course. It's always been there. Okay. I don't remember that, but okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good to know. It's only been, you know, six and a half years. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, thanks for being back. Thanks. Um, I just wanted to get right into some of our uh, results from our previous episode. Mm-hmm. Last week, in honor of Super Bowl 51, mm-hmm. we had who would win in a football game. Right. And it was kind of funny because we recorded that episode before the Super Bowl, and one of the fun facts I found was that no Super Bowl has ever gone into halftime. And, we, and it did. And that Super Bowl actually ended up going into halftime, which I thought was fun, kind of funny because when I was watching the Super Bowl, the only thing that was in my head at that point was not uh, are the Patriots yeah. going to win, but yeah. wow, our podcast is not Our fun fact is not accurate. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. So uh, the previous episode of Who Would Win in a Football Game, we had Dan and Chris on. For mm-hmm. that episode. Yep. And Dan had Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. And the Water Boy from The Water Boy. Yes. Going up against Tommy Wiseau from The Room. The Room. Mm-hmm. And Forrest Gump from Forrest Gump. Mm hmm. And the poll currently stands at 57% for who do you want? Who would you want? I didn't get to listen to it all. Sorry. Well, just just going off the names because you've seen all of those movies. So. Um, okay, so yeah, um, I I really I love I love to hate the room. Mm-hmm. So I like I'm kind of biased towards picking that right. because I really hate and love that movie. Right. And like I strongly suggest if you're in the mood. 
for a good laugh to definitely watch the that room. movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's it's like Napoleon Dynamite on like crack. It's so funny. But it's but but, but, it's but Napoleon not Dynamite to. tries to be funny. They, yeah, the intention was there. Yeah, but like it's hysterical. It is is absolutely fantastic. So you're going with Tommy Wiseau and Forrest Gump. Yeah, sorry, Dan. Well, they are in the lead, fifty-seven percent to forty-three percent. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so, and there's still people can still vote. Uh, I haven't the vote done that. Closes. Which, yeah. Well, you could be mm-hmm. either the tiebreaker, or you could bump yeah, up Wiseau think. and Forrest Gump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you haven't listened to that episode, please go ahead and watch it. Uh, I also like to apologize for that episode because we had some sound issue, uh, which I addressed at the beginning of the episode. Uh, hopefully, it didn't turn off any listeners. Um, with that, with that unfortunate sound quality, but we think we fixed the issue, and it should not happen. We've been doing some sound checks. Going in, yeah, we've been doing plenty of sound checks. <laughs> Having too much fun with it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we have our sound checks there. So, um, uh, yes, yeah, so that's it with uh, some of our old episodes. Uh, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and our Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Allie, what are we talking about today? <laughs> right before we had this, I was like, why do we have? Why do you have to ask me? So that but way the, the, the guest knows so what we're talking about. Just, yes, so we know what we're talking about. That's right. Um, and to, to have you stop talking, I guess. I don't know why you do it other than that. Gives me a break, yeah. Yeah, gives you a break. So today... The reason I'm on, I'm on is because this is a topic that um, we both feel very strongly about. Not strongly about. No, you're right. You're but right. like, okay, so I'm just going to say it. Well, before, before we go that, uh, okay. what is tomorrow's holiday? Tomorrow's holiday is um, Valentine's Day. That is right. And that's why I, I'm assuming you picked me to be on here. That is true. That is why. I appreciate. No yes. problem. Yes. So tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So in yes. honor of Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. how, what are we? What kind of romantic matchup do we have going on? Uh, only the best um, romantic story in American history. Uh, in, <laughs> every, Ameri- in American history, <laughs> for every season, in, the, in like the history of two hundred forty years. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. I hope so. Um, the Bachelor. The Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Yes. The hit Fun. television show. Yes, that is just so fantastic and a train wreck and you just can't not watch every... Okay, so basically, can I just give a rundown as to our um, experience, experience with The Bachelor? Yeah. Yes. So basically, it's, we've been together for quite some time now and um, I'll watch it and, you know, he'll be a, a good boyfriend and kind of just sit there and I watch it and whatnot and he um he would just like be on his phone and then he would like overhear something and it just got gradually got to this thing where he was like why is that person doing that or why did he pick that girl and it was starting to like question and he'd always be like why am I saying this why am I caring and then it got to this point where he actually kind of got a little bit like like interested you put the phone down and then the next year a couple years you found um a bracket and that's really why you got interested is because the first episode you make a bracket and see who you think's gonna make it to the end and um i don't think you're alone in this i think a lot of guys actually watch it with their girlfriends i think you're absolutely right and justifiably so i mean it's it's really 
funny to watch sometimes. I, I will admit it for the whole world to, li- <laughs> to hear that I do watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Yeah. And I can't believe those words are coming out <laughs> of my mouth. And at first, yeah, I I mean, it is it is a stupid show. It's my guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's a guilty pleasure. And definitely having the bracket like makes it a lot more interesting. Yeah, he he, he sits there with the bracket. Oh, 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 that person. Like if there's <laughs> if there's not a rose ceremony, or if he sends like three people home instead of two, and it, it screws throws, up the whole bracket, he throws it, him off. I right. can care less about the bracket. Right. Um. But yeah, he's like on top of the bracket. It's like it's it's funny. So it's it's a good time. So um, he he pitched this idea, what like back in like November or something like oh we'll have you yeah we'll do like a bachelor we'll themed a, episode yeah because the bachelor is currently on mm-hmm. on ABC they have yes. Nick Vile who <laughs> oh right I <laughs> right? forgot that's his yeah I forgot that's I was like ooh that's yeah, an awful last, that's name, his last I, name I remember yeah he was on two seasons of The Bachelorette and then he was on a season of Bachelor in Paradise, Paradise yeah. and now he's The Bachelor. Yeah, fourth and time's he's charm. pretty bad. Uh, I don't. I haven't made my mind up about him yet. He's made a lot of decisions that are unpopular. Mm-hmm. I feel, and he really doesn't seem like he knows what he wants. Yeah, he's having a hard time, especially this past week, or you know. Yeah, it's it's been hard for him. So we'll <laughs> we'll see what happens to uh, Mr. Vile going forward. Yeah, but that's enough but of that. That's exactly so. So what is so we're talking about the Bachelor Bachelorette. So how are we talking about the Bachelor Bachelorette? So, so we t- kind of like played around with the idea as to how we're going to do this, but basically we came down to the fact that uh, came down to the idea that the it would be the Bachelorette. So it was girl a uh, men trying to win over one woman. Correct. And right. we decided that the woman would be Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would pick fictional characters to be them to be um, the men. Right. Um, and um, it was actually kind of funny because Chris actually suggested that we would do Belle. Not only yeah, we we not, couldn't we couldn't figure out like what would be a good like person to like stand like try to find out what. Her personalities would match and whatnot. Right. He he suggests before we get into who we chose. Yeah. Well, we already you already said Belle, right? Yeah. We yeah. yeah. Um, Chris also suggested Hermione. He suggested Daenerys Targaryen. But it basically um, dwindled but, down to the fact that there's a movie coming out, and also she has a rose, which which also symbolizes the whole thing with the Bachelor. That's right. So yeah, the new Beauty and the Beast movie comes out next month, mm-hmm. uh, which looks okay. I guess I don't it know. It looks like frame for frame the same. Thing. Yeah, so I really don't know how to. I'm how interested. To feel. I, I, it's going to have new songs. I heard, uh, like okay. the traditional and some new songs. Yeah, I I'm not interested in the whole like. Um, uh, Lumiere being like a animated, like looking, oh. like I don't like his animation, basically. Yeah. But I'm curious. I'm excited. I'm a Disney fan myself. So. Yeah. So between that and the fact that she does have a rose in the movie, it's really the Beast's rose, but it's right. still but, sim- yeah, symbolic yeah. of uh, Beauty and the Beast. So, kind of works out perfectly. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, so what we'll do, like when we do kind of these episodes, we've kind of done an episode like this before where. You have fictional people on a television show, like we've done uh, Game of Thrones characters on uh, Survivor. We've done mm-hmm. Lost characters on Survivor. Uh, so we kind of talk about some other people that would be on the television show. And components of the show. And components of the show before we get to the actual fight and matchup of our two characters as to who would win uh, The Bachelorette with Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Uh, so on The Bachelorette, there's a lot of different 
character types. They pick some characters for sure. It's good television. They yeah, they sh- for sure do some tests. See, <laughs> yeah, for good ratings. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so, what are some of like the stereotypes that you have on like every season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Well, there's always like a psychopath. Right. There's always someone who stirs up trouble. Mm-hmm. There's one that drinks too much. There's one that's like just a whack job. Right. So basically, we came down to how many? A couple um, different scenarios and different characteristics and um, of uh, people that we find on Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yes. So um, we're so not fighting are, about this. We're not fighting about this. We've agreed to this. We've agreed. We yes. know we know what this is, who this is, and they're all men. Because since this is the Bachelorette, it needs to be men, of course. Right, they're all I men mean, who for, are. Yeah, not needs to be, but right, of course. But right. for never mind. That's fine. Political. Um, but yeah, so we talked about there's always somebody there that is there for the fame, and they're always here. The quote unquote, are they there for the right reasons? Right. So go ahead and tell them your pick. So the, the two people are pick. Our pick, right? So I decided that's uh, a fictional. I actually picked two people uh, that would be there for the fame and glory. Would be Fred and George Weasley from mm-hmm. the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. And at first, they might think like, but they're like jokers. Uh, but if you think back to the fourth uh, book and movie, The Goblet of Fire, uh, they wanted to be in the Triwizard Tournament so they could win the money they could have the fame they even tried rigging the goblet of fire so that way they could participate in the tournament itself and i feel like those two boys feed off of other people's energy and they really really want that going forward and to, to boost yeah to boost their right their their careers right um so i thought that that kind of made sense. And I think that'd be funny to see the two of them, yeah. you know, trying to get that fame and glory on the bachelorette. So that way they could, uh, launch their, whatever their career. Right. Exactly. I mean, because of the, because of they well, they wanted to win the money from the triwizard tournament. So that way they could open a joke shop. And since they didn't win, uh, Harry in the book, they mentioned, they, they discuss this in the movie. They really never mention it, but Harry donates his winnings from the triwizard tournament to the Weasley brothers. So they could open their joke shop, um, which the joke shop is in the movies, but they never discuss how they get the money for it. So, right. so yeah, so they they want that fame and they want that that right. glory. Right. Yeah. Um, we have a womanizer, which is obviously James Bond. Got to go with James Bond. There's always that one character. Yeah, and he was obviously not one of our pick hot top picks because he would not be compatible, and he would be he's he's there to woo. Um, right. This this would kind of be like if anyone out there is currently watching The Bachelor or Bachelorette, which I highly <laughs> doubt. Uh, there's a current character this season named Corinne. Yes. And she is that I don't know what's the opposite of a womanizer. She's just a man a manizer. Uh, I don't know. I don't uh, know. Like she she's a just. Slut. <laughs> well, I don't think that's a fair. You know. Yeah, no, but that's just that's that's what they call. Them. She she is all over uh, mm-hmm. Nick, and I feel like James Bond is the male version of that like yeah. he would just be super suave and he would especially specifically daniel craig daniel craig's james bond is very much into that so was roger moore's james bond as well um so we have womanizer we have there's always the drunk mm-hmm. always the drunk because in that house there is so much liquor yeah, so much alcohol it's just constantly flowing right uh we were thinking Tyrion lannister 
from Game of Thrones. Um, everybody loves Tyrion. Allie's shaking her head like... I don't... I'm not interested in that show. <laughs> well, I'm not interested in a lot of Tyrion, things. Well, Tyrion is very famous for saying, I drink and I know things. So that would definitely involve him. He would be the one who just is kind of sitting by the pool and just enjoying the weather and just pretty much drunk the entire uh, the entire show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we have after that? Um, there's people that are... Uh, I This is my favorite. That... Um, Someone that, like, they're like, oh, they're a really nice person. They'd be great for somebody else, but not for me. They put them in the friend zone. Okay. And um, I truly think this is probably one of the best picks for this is um, Phil Dumphy from Modern Family. Okay. Um, because he's he's so lovable and dorky and adorkable, but I can't – I don't think many people would find him to be, like, desirable. Yeah, I agree. Like, you would like him. You'd be like, hey, he's a cool guy. Really yeah. want to hang out with him. Really funny. Really chill. Like, great to know him. Friend. Right. Yeah. But when it comes down to having some kind of physical attraction and romance with. Yeah, not that he's a balancing guy, but it's no. just that he's so dorky that it's so. Right, that yeah. it might be a, you know, a turn off to yeah. some women. Like, yeah. no, nah, I'm not. I'm not in, involved yeah. with that at all. Friend zone away. And then um, the narcissist. There's always one narcissist on the show. Yeah. Always. Self-centered, uh-huh. only cares about themselves. Yeah, which, I mean, this one now I'm kind of second-guessing myself with because he did show his colors afterwards, but um, Flynn Rider from um, Tangled, uh-huh. he was, you know, very much about his appearance and, you know, thinking that he was all that, so I think he'd be pretty funny, you know. Yeah. He's a likable narcissist, though. Right. If that's, like, a thing. Right. Um, weird obsessions is another one. Like, cause they're, they always have a lot of people. I feel sometimes on the show that have really weird obsessions. I see where you're going with this. You know what I mean now? Yes. So what, the dolphin. Right. Yeah. So there's this girl in the season. Well, she's off now. She got, yeah. she got, she didn't get a rose last week. So you were waiting for her to and leave. I had her leaving on my bracket week one. <laughs> Literally. This is like what? Week six, week seven. And she finally left. Like she that really in- screwed up my bracket. Because this girl, she's obsessed with... She's obsessed with dolphins. She's obsessed with dolphins. And she came in the first morning, which... um, And she just was wearing a giant costume, which she swore it was a dolphin costume. But swore it was, it was definitely a dolphin. A shark. It was a shark. Yeah, it was, it was a shark. Was it, had, it had gills, which <laughs> definitely shows that it's a shark. Uh-huh. And, like, all the other girls are coming out in nice cocktail dresses, looking very beautiful. And she... I mean, there's always that one person who dresses up. And tries to get attention. And tries to get attention. And well, she, that was just her. right? And she dressed up like a quote unquote dolphin because she wanted to get attention. Yeah. And to show that she's a dolphin lover. Right. But in reality, she she's an idiot. Yeah. And she should have been gone the first week. And the fact that he was okay with her for <sighs> seven weeks just shows how awful of a bachelor Nick is, in my opinion. Remember the second week. It was her breast's birthday <laughs> because she got a she got a an, she got her she got a breast implant. Yeah, and so she sang happy birthday. So she sang happy breast day <laughs> to her breasts. So weird. That should have made him be like, "This girl's nuts." Yeah. And it, for some reason, he finally, I guess, saw the light or just ran out of roses. Now that's another person that's like friend zone. Like, okay, you're funny, but like, I don't know. Right. Uh, we, you know, I just realized we didn't even talk about who we would pick for the weird obsession. Oh, we didn't. Yeah. Even. No, oh. that's okay. Uh, so, so for the weird obsession, like there is this season on the Bachelor. Bachelor, 
uh, we would have Sheldon Cooper right. from Big Bang Theory, uh, all of his quirks, cleanliness, things have to be certain places, using coasters. He would just be hard to live with is all. Certain sauces. He would get made fun of so badly by all the other guys. Yeah, um, they would. When it came to his meals, the dates, like like if they had to do certain things on dates, he'd be that one person that's like, no, I don't want to do it. So right, right. So yeah. So that's what we have, kind of a little background. Just some of the other people that might be participating in The Bachelorette this season in our fictional universe. So mm-hmm. now we're down to the final two. Who yes. we think would... I'm a little nervous about this. Who would attract Belle's interests. Yes. Okay? So why don't you go ahead and say who you are picking as your winner Okay, so the not, I don't like to say winner. Okay. I like to say the chosen one. Oh, the, or cho- the chosen one. The chosen one. Or like, you know, the... They don't say, like, the winner because they're not really – Right. Not, I don't know. Anyway. The one. The one. The one. That's not the chosen one. The one. So, anyway, I believe – I thought about this for a long time, um, but I think that Sawyer from the show Lost um, would be really, really good Okay. For her. Yeah. Um. Now, hear me out. There's a lot of reasons I know I'm not going to go into dive into right now. But um, basically, to give you, um, if you've never seen the show before, he is um, a little rough around the edges. Um, if you watch the show from the start from beginning to the end, you would really notice that there was quite um, a drastic... Character arc? Yeah. Like, he really developed a lot um, from the beginning to the end, and he... Uh, he was very, you know, he was not, didn't get along with the people. He, um, he, like, a lot of stole things. He was very, he was a con artist. Um, he initially did not, was not portrayed, you know, well and was very sarcastic. Um, you know, the other people didn't like him at all. He was narcissistic, really. Mm-hmm. Um, he had negative comments and always had harsh nicknames, which I kind of thought was cute yeah. and funny. He would be like, oh, Freckles or... You know, but no, that was like the kinder one. But he like called, he called Hurley Jabba. Yeah, like he had like he was like little stabs here and there, um, but he was manipulative. Um, but I can obviously get into the reason as to why that I think he would be great um, later on in our discussion. But um, really, I do think that there's some good qualities there for him to to consider. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have. Uh, Sawyer. Mm-hmm. What's his full name? I did not find that. I mean, I know the origin of the name. Yeah, I know the origin of the name too. I forget. I forget what his full name is. I can look it up. Drawing a blank. All right, if you want to look it up while I'm talking. Yeah. Look okay. It up. So, so I chose Bruce Banner, who is most notably known as the Hulk from uh, Marvel comics and the Marvel movies. Uh, the Bruce Banner that I am choosing is the Mark Ruffalo Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. which is the uh, Hulk that has been in all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films except for um, the Incredible Hulk because the Incredible Hulk had Edward Norton in it. Uh, so anyway, so Mark Ruffalo plays him. 
Uh, I mean, everybody pretty much knows the story of Bruce Banner. He was a scientist studying gamma radiation, and during everyone knows the story. Allie's sitting over here, being like, I don't know the story. <laughs> that's okay. Um, he was studying gamma radi- radiation, and one of the experiments went wrong, and now he has this alter ego, kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde scenario, where he can turn into the raging green uh, monster, the Hulk. Mm. Um, he's able. To control it to an extent in the movies. Arguable. I mean, yeah, you could definitely argue that. They're going to – I've never – I just know bits and – I know his characteristics is basically what it comes down to. But. So, so, so like I said, he's a really nice guy. Uh, he kind of has a bromance with Iron Man in the first Avengers movie. Uh, he's very likable. He kind of has a love uh, interest with Scarlett Johansson's character, the Black Widow, in the second Avengers movie. And, uh, I mean, everybody pretty much likes him. He's a real down-to-earth guy. He's cool. Like, he's that kind of person that you just want to hang out with and, just learn, angry, and just learn things from him. <laughs> this is true. That's, I mean, he, he's known for saying, you know, you don't want to see me when I'm angry. That's, like, his uh, catchphrase. Uh, so, yeah, so Bruce Banner, I think that he would be a good fit for Belle. And uh, I'll get into that, and I'll let you go first. You're shaking your head no, but go ahead. Um, okay, so I'm defending Sawyer at the moment, not arguing correct you can you can do whatever you want if you want to start tackling bruce banner you can do that if you want to start supporting your Sorry, argument I'm, for sawyer I'm still a newbie. you can do that too you're so fine. let me just first kind of reiterate that he um in the beginning was portrayed as you know narcissistic um sarcastic he was kind of like um manipulative um he would kind of like so sarcastic and manipulative. Good start for him there. Well, uh, this was in the beginning of. Uh, okay. This was in the beginning of the loss. Gotcha. So you know he would he would like kind of be like oh, I'm you're gonna I'm gonna kiss you I want you to kiss me in order to have like your asthma treatment like pretty pretty rough and pretty um, unkind. Um, he would stash whiskey like with inappropriate he had inappropriate magazines that he found from the wreckage of the plane. Okay. Um, so that's all the negative well the, then when they in lost they have flashbacks to like what you know their previous their you know previous, their life their life yeah, before the accident yeah um so exactly so in the flashbacks we kind of have like this better understanding as to who he is um kind of sympathize with him a little bit um so he's shown more of the sensitive side we understand the way the reason why he is the way he is so basically, his parents were conned by a man named Tom Sawyer, mm-hmm. and as a result, I guess something went bad. That but his dad, I guess not. I guess he killed um, his mom, and then um, then killed himself. And uh, Sawyer, his name was Jim. Um, that's right, James. James, yeah, um, was and that's what Kate. We used to call him James, remember? I thought Juliet called him James. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Okay. So basically, um, he saw it all happen. Right. And um, so traumatizing. Very. Traumatizing. Very. So um, so basically, he devoted his whole life to finding this this um, Tom Sawyer man, and he actually quote he um, said, "I became the man the man I was hunting." Okay. That is pretty deep. He he just hated him so much that he like just did 
anything to go find him and try to kill him and he became... so he sounds like he's very busy so is he gonna have time to be with Bao? Uh, I haven't gotten there okay yet. okay okay um so <laughs> so basically he um as as you know the the seasons developed really in um the third season is when he started to show like a little bit of the soft side um he became pro- protective over Claire, which she had a baby on the island. Um, she be- he had a romantic relationship with Kate, um, and then towards you know he whatever happened with Kate, you know there was a love triangle there. But he found Juliet, and um, really he started to become a leader for everyone on the island. Um, but here's here's something also that. Um, he was depicted as um, reading books a lot. Okay. And he found a lot of books um, in the wreckage and always was reading and tried to find glasses. I remember him finding, having a whole bunch of glasses and tra- keep on frantically putting ones on and taking one of them off and trying to find one that would kind of match his prescription a little bit to be able to read those books. Um, so he had a habit um so he was, you know, reading books, and it was kind of contrasted with his redneck side. Okay. So um, why is reading books so important? Um, don't know why they were so important, but do you know why they were important to him? I mean, you watch. No, no, not not, in the, not I'm talking not, not talking on the show, but for him being on oh, the Bachelor. Oh, oh, of like course. why? Because you're bringing up the the book oh, argument. Oh, I thought that was pretty obvious. Sorry, but um, Belle, hello. She loves reading. Oh, so that might she, be a connection they would have? Yes. Okay. They can just not talk to each other and just <laughs> just read books. Okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, Belle's always got her with her head stuck in a books and, you know. So it seems right now the only argument you're bringing up is that he has changed from a narcissistic jackhole mm-hmm. to a reader. No, he was reading all the time. Okay. You missed that part where I was talking about Juliet and Kate. So he uh, he, he does care about women. He does care about women. He okay. has a soft side. Okay. He does, like, he got, he, he stopped his ways. He he matured. And here's, here's a zinger. I think, this is my own knowledge, I think he, it's pretty telling that he started with Kate because Kate was someone who was rough around the edges, mm-hmm. who was also kind of a, you know, uh, outlaw. Yeah, she was an outlaw, and she, he started that way, and then as well because he developed. Mm-hmm. Then he he got away from the outlaw, and then went to Juliet. And Juliet, hello, is like this angelic, very calm, very doctor. ladylike, a doctor. Yeah. So I think it's pretty telling. Okay. That um you know he made the development and um and chose a different lady. Very nice. I think that's a very fair argument. Thank you. You're welcome. That was like a little bit before we started recording. I was like, aha. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. Zing. So uh, I think that's all fair. All fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking she's going to like Bruce Banner a little bit more. I roll. I Can I just say this? I think that your choice is pretty lame. Why? Um, I mean, we haven't – I want you to speak, but like this is pretty like – like expected and it's it's kind of like womp like you could do better (laughs) wow yeah i like being told what to do on my own show thanks oh 
Uh, <laughs> um, so, so Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. So, A, he's really smart, which she's going to like because she's also very smart. Since he's a scientist, I'm sure he has read numerous books about all different types of things, and he and Belle could engage in long hours of conversation uh, discussing numerous topics. Um, another very important thing, like I said, he is a scientist. Okay, now Belle is not a scientist, but someone very important in Belle's life is a scientist. Who's <sighs> that? Her father. Her father. That is correct. And what's very, very, very important when it comes down to relationships is that you have to have the father's blessing. And those two are going to hit it off no problem. Uh, but with both of them being mm, scientists, nope. he is going to love Bruce Banner. He's, Listen. If, if Bruce Banner could make Tony Stark roll over for him, he's going to be able to make Bell's father worship at his feet. I'm sorry, but can we can we talk about how I guess Bell's father I'm slipping he's slipping um his name Mr. Bell. No. Mr. Ring. No, anyway, Bell's father Hello, can we talk about acceptance for a second and and giving someone here a blessing? She beat the beast legitimately kidnapped him okay and was going and then the only way he was actually going to release him was to then imprison bell so really do you think that he would have like has like this high like oh it's really hard for me to give me your blessing man i don't know you imprisoned me do you really think that he's like he's like oh but he gave him a blessing obviously they were happy at the end of the end at the end of the movie so do you think he's like Oh, wow. We're not talking about the Beast. I'm talking about Bruce Banner. No, but I'm saying the Beast, he, it was easy to accept the Beast and all his flaws and everything that he did to him. Do you really think he's going to be like, oh, wow, like... Oh, know? so you're saying that he accepted the Beast like, very, very easily, easily. That's, thank you. after Sorry. everything that the Beast had Sorry, done. that was not That's okay, explained. that the Beast had done to him and to Belle. So it's really not that big of a deal. Good. Well, big so, 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 okay, fine. So we could say acceptance is like easy with this guy okay that's fine so acceptance is easy but connection is important you could totally give your blessing saying oh yeah that's fine you can marry my daughter but you have no connection with that person we're not talking about the relationship with no no but the relationship with the parent is very important when it comes to the relationship with that parent's child wow i think you're just you're no, digging. it's no. I'm not digging. This You're is totally digging. true. When it comes to Thanksgiving, I'm sure they celebrate Thanksgiving maybe <laughs> in Beauty and the Beast world. When when it's, it's France. Well, whatever. I'm sure they have like a Thanksgiving. Beauty and the Beast world. Whatever. When they have a Thanksgiving, whatever around that time. Mm-hmm. Like they get together. Like they're gonna have things to talk about. Thanks, their Thanksgiving. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> They're going to have things that they're going to want to talk about. They're going to want to talk about new science things, new inventions, what you know, what progress you're making in your field, all that kind of stuff. They're going to be wanting to talk about it. Whereas when Belle and the Beast would get together with Belle's father on Thanksgiving in Paris, in France. You don't know how that went. And I'm assuming not very well because he's probably like, so have you locked up my daughter lately? <laughs> like, that's probably what he's saying. Like, like, you tell me you haven't locked her up. Like, you haven't transformed, have you? Like, that's probably what he's, you know, scared about. Well, I'm sorry, but honey, Belle could forget, like, like he, Bruce Banner could be like, honey, did you make my favorite um, dessert? 
She's like, no, sorry, I didn't have time. What are you talking about? And like turning into the Hulk. All right, let's get into that. We'll get into that <laughs> argument now. Okay, so. All right, first can we talk about also Belle's characteristics? Um, can I just get, we since, to con- well, we since you brought, well, since you brought up Bruce Banner's uh, okay, ability. Fine, okay, I will. I'm going to. So in the Incredible Hulk movie, <laughs> Bruce Banner has a um, pulse tracker that he keeps on his wrist so he can keep control of his pulse. And he actually had training in South America to learn how to control his anger. Obviously if, didn't work well. And if his pulse got above a certain heart rate, that's when he would turn into the Incredible Hulk. Like a pacemaker. And Yeah, I guess so. And um, numerous, there were numerous times in the film where his pulse was starting to get high and he took a second, he relaxed, he took deep breaths and he was able to stay calm and not turn into the Hulk. Now, when this was going on, he was like being chased by people. He was being like attacked on the street. This wasn't because someone didn't make his dessert, okay? <laughs> this is like his life was in danger and his heart rate was going up and he was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I don't want to die, but at the same time, I don't want to turn into the Incredible Hulk. So he is able to control his anger, I would argue, okay? Mm. Now... In the Avengers, which I'm sure you've seen numerous times, <laughs> in the Avengers, at the, near in the third act of the film, Captain America looks at um, Bruce Banner and he goes, Dr. Banner, now would be a really good time for you to get angry. And he turns to the camera and he says, that's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. And then right then and there, he turns into the Incredible Hulk, like on a dime. So... It seems pretty clear that he does have a choice of when he turns into the Incredible mm. Hulk. And at that point, he was turning into the Incredible Hulk because he was trying to fight off an army of Chitari that were invading New York. He wasn't trying to attack a little girl because she didn't make his dessert. Just saying. So I think saying that he's just going to go crazy and go angry and try to hurt Belle is not a fair argument. And also, real quick, the reason I specifically chose that is because Belle has an interest in those types of men, those men who are kind of beast-like, who are well, kind of that, ugly, that's what I'm saying. who it's are kind of lame. an outcast. It's pretty lame that you didn't look further into like someone like Sawyer, for instance, who is an outcast and who is misunderstood, but you just decided, oh, let me just pick a like a monster type. Person. No, I went with someone who that is a beast. Who is a beast, right? Ha- Right, that's going Lame. off. That's going off of Bell's likes. So you chose someone who's going off of Bell's likes too. You pick someone who no, likes to I read. No, you pick a beast. You pick someone who likes to read, which is going off of anyway. Bell's strengths and likes and interests. Anyway, I'm talking about Bell. Okay, let's think about this. She was the first modern like princess at you know in the whenever it aired like um it was like the nineties yeah the nineties because she was someone who was interested in reading. She didn't need a man. She was not a damsel in distress. All these things. She um, was She was kind of, you know, she wanted to gain knowledge rather than falling in love. She was strong-willed. All great qualities, right? Right. Now, let's talk about what Sawyer is interested in. Okay. Sawyer is interested because it's not all, it's, I can't stand it when you're just trying to appease Belle. You also have to appease the the person who is seeking Belle, right? The man. Right. So, would you say Kate, Sawyer's first love interest, was someone who was a little bit, like, off 
you know, off track. She was kind of, like, did her own thing. She was, like, didn't stick to the status quo. Like, you know, she... Yeah. Exactly. Um, also, then he moved on to Juliet. Wouldn't you say that she was somebody who was, like, interested in, in expanding her knowledge and learning new things? Yes, I would say that as well. <laughs> so, like, let's talk about this. Belle, what... Obviously, was considered an outsider. Okay. In her, in her, in her um, town and everything, they're like they made a song about her. Sure. So she was in her narrow-minded village, right? Uh-huh. So Sawyer was also considered an outsider because he was someone who was very like he didn't he didn't want to fit in. He was like you know everyone was like oh he's a jerk. They they didn't want to give him the opportunity. So. But obviously, she isn't looking for a prize. She isn't looking to appease other people because if she was looking to, to like pick someone who was going to like appease her parent, why would she pick the beast, the one who actually imprisoned, like you know, took her captive? Right? She accepts flaws. Okay. Um, she looks for people who are given making an effort because she's actually you know. He Beast was trying his best here. He was make he was trying to make his mane look all nice. He was trying to make her comfortable. So I think these are all things that Sawyer has. Talking so. talking about an outsider, I don't know if you can get any more of an outsider than Bruce Banner. Mm. Bruce Banner. I don't know him well enough. This is this is not fair. Bruce Banner was on the run for a majority of his life because of the gamma radiation accident that caused him to have his condition. Uh, he lived alone for most of uh, his adult life before he joined the Avengers. And uh, he was constantly um, being seen as an outsider, not fitting in, also because of his condition. People were afraid of him. People were scared of him. Uh, and I think that directly relates to Sawyer as well. But that also relates to Belle. On the one-on-one date that Belle would probably have with Bruce Banner, I'm sure that he would share his experience with her saying, you know, I was alone. I didn't have anyone around me. I was all by myself. He's Oh, he's not a mutant. Don't say that. Oh, God, no. no. Am I upsetting you? Yes, he's not a mutant. She she, she doesn't know, everybody. (laughs) I don't know. No, that's X-Men. That's the X-Men. Okay. okay. Mutant. There's, but what all right, there's the mutant. That, like, there's the mutant gene. Mutants are born with a gene that is inherently inside them due to a mutation oh that gives them God. their power. They are born with it. Okay? With, okay. This happened because of a gamma radiation outside of it. Okay. He was, was not born with this. Or like he, he was born with. <laughs> he was not born with this. I just need you to understand that. Okay. So then, what would you call that when someone like in like illness? Uh, some people would probably say he he's like sick or has some type of an illness. So and not mutant. So no, he's not a mutant. No, he's not a mutant, right? And and even if he did say that to Bell at their one on one, said, "Hey, like, listen, I have some type of an illness. I have this gamma radiation sickness uh, that should have killed me. It didn't, but it gives me this condition that uh, occasionally I may turn into the Hulk." Which mm. I am able to control. Okay, now question. Go ahead. Sitting, imagine this scenario. You're you're the Hulk okay. or Bruce Banner. Right. And I'm Belle. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. And you're saying, hey, like, I really like you. You know, 
hey, also I have this little thing. Uh-huh. I might turn into this monster and hurt things and whatnot. And but like you don't need to worry. Speaking, being me now, who like do you think like I uh, do you think I would have seen it th- by now? Right. Do you think do you think in the bachelor scenario in this like this whole like lighthearted like thing? Do you think I would have able been able to see this? No. So, fear of the unknown. Could I? W- would you? Would you be okay to to agree with this? That it, it's fear of the unknown. You're giving me a timeout. I'm giving You're you a timeout. You're literally giving me a I'm giving timeout, you a timeout symbol. I'm giving you a timeout. So first of all, Belle would be very open, knowing who Belle is. She and would, fearful. Well, no. This is the thing, though. This is what. This is why the Hulk is misunderstood. Because <laughs> the Hulk, when he becomes angry, it's because outside forces are like bother. Like when he's the Hulk, if you just let him be and just let him be the Hulk. Like, he would literally not hurt a fly. Like, he would just, like, crawl into a corner and just be this giant Hulk creature. Like, but, but it's she when. Doesn't but, know. but it's. But then that's. Then, if as a couple and that happens, she, she would. She would gonna, see it. She would see it happen and, and nothing bad would happen. In the movies, in The Incredible Hulk, Hulk, when he turns into the Hulk, there's a scene when he is with the girl, Betty. And he's very peaceful. He's very calm. He's not trying to hurt her or anything like that. It's not until the military shows up and tries to hurt him, then he gets angry. Right. Okay? Then in Avengers Age of Ultron, okay, when he is the Hulk, he has this thing called the lullaby with Scarlett Johansson, which is able to, when when Scarlett Johansson comes up to him, she's rolling her eyes like she wants to kill herself. (laughs) When Scarlett Johansson goes up to the Hulk and they have this kind of like, code with one another like hey the sun's getting real low which is like the code to hey it's time for you to like ease out of the hulk right he's able to calm down slowly de-hulkanize but you're missing based based off of a woman she has that effect on him so bell would have that same effect on him as well you're missing my point you missed my point completely now listen to me now this is what i used to say it's not used to say this is what i said all the time for Buddy the Elf. Listen to me. Listen. Okay? Say there's two people, right? There's right. Bruce Banner right. and there's Sawyer. Okay. So, if I didn't, as Belle, uh-huh. did not see you Hulk out, right. then obviously I'm going to be fearful. Oh my God, I don't know it. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what to do. I like him. But we also have Sawyer over here. But I thought she's accepting. Who? No, there's a fear of the unknown, sweetheart. But, there's a fear of the unknown. So listen. But she, he, if she, if she's really interested in him, she should listen to what he says and be like, he would say to her, "Hey, I have this condition. It's an illness. Obviously, it's not going to go that well. This might happen. If it does, you will not get hurt." Because no. she won't get hurt. Listen, she will not get hurt. He's a beast, and she falls in love with a beast. Listen. Again, you're interrupting me. You need to listen. So listen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm getting upset because you're not ex- letting me explain it. I believe that she would say, oh, it's it's. I, I don't know what it's going to look like. So I'm going to go with the safe option. I like them both the same, but there's this thing that's weighing heavy on my heart because I don't know what it's going to look like. So this is true too, but then you also look at – I understand you're talking about how Sawyer has changed, but you have to also think that 
he has done all of those things in his past, like being quote unquote an outlaw. A Hulk? No, no, no I'm talking about Sawyer. I'm I know you Sawyer. are, but he wasn't right. ever like bad. Right, but there's history of yeah, he was. No, like, but there's a there's a history. He, but he did those things. The Hulk only destroys things when people are coming after him and bother him. If people don't bother him, then he will not destroy things. How would I know? What's going to bother you? Ha- because w- what bothers him is like a military gun shooting at him or something, which isn't going to happen. So she doesn't have to worry about that. Well, we can argue this all day. Right. And I genuinely believe that your pick is just kind of disappointing. <laughs> wow. I think you could do better. Okay. Or maybe it's my insecurities. I don't know. Just pick Sawyer, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we will uh, start to wrap up uh, today's episode. Uh, as always, there will be a Twitter poll on Twitter where you can vote for really? – I know it's on Twitter. The Twitter poll is on Twitter. It's what? Cr- what a concept. Oh, my gosh. Uh, where you can vote for who you think would win the Bachelorette with Belle from Beauty and the Beast being the one to choose – the one you have you have Sawyer the logical choice here or you have Hulk we have Bruce Banner you have Hulk you have Bruce Banner <laughs> uh, who does turn into the Hulk or as I should say turns into a beast for the beauty <laughs> and they might be able to perhaps fall in love okay well out of my hands now. That's right. It's in your hands now, so please get involved. Uh, tweet at us if you have any suggestions, if you have any comments. Email us uh, if you have any things that we missed out or if you think you have some arguments that you'd like to propose or someone who you think might have been a better choice than Bruce Banner <laughs> or uh, Sawyer from Lost as well. Okay? Allie, thanks so much for being on today. Thanks. I'm sorry I yelled at you for listening to me. What's I that? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry for yelling at you. Oh, it's that's the whole point of this show. I it's know, all. It's just, all. I I, I, it's, it's, I I couldn't help myself. It's all in good fun. Okay. It's all in good fun. <laughs> uh, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> you better enjoy it. And uh, happy, happy val- Valentine's Day. Happy, well, happy Valentine's Day for everyone listening. Happy, I beat you. That, uh, yes, you did. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. <laughs> I don't know if they celebrate Valentine's Day around you the world. What? We, we both don't really like Valentine's Day. We're we just don't. Gonna, we, we're just going to we say usually it. Just, uh, we don't get each other gifts. No, because it's it's a commercial holiday, and I don't like it. Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we usually we just do we just do dinner. We just do dinner, much. and we just you last know, year. Last an, year, it's a little bit more of a special day, but it's not like this huge production, right? And because every day should be like that, it shouldn't. If be. I don't get an Xbox, I'm making sure everybody hears this. If you don't get me an Xbox tomorrow, you're I'm turning breaking, into the Hulk. I'm breaking up with you, and you're turning into the Hulk, and I'm turning into the Hulk. Sure, yeah. but if you play your cards right, maybe we'll have a nice Mickey D's dinner tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you pick two fifty. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for being back on. (laughs) All right. Uh, So please uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, please subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Will you accept this rose? Yes. Yes. This is the best rose you've ever accepted. Oh, my God. It's the heaviest.
The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by their respective copyright holders.